0: welcome to the wheel reads a wheel of time podcast your hosts are not alan it's zool ian and chris this podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers this week we'll be covering chapters 11 and 12 of lord of chaos lessons and teachers and questions and answers enjoy
1: Wheel Reads First Time Reader Podcast. Today, Alan can't be with us, so you'll be hosted by Zool, Ian, and Chris.
0: We fired Alan. We got rid of him. We thought he was a dark friend for
2: real. Yep. Oh, yeah, he is, actually.
1: Um, So I'm happy to be here with these two fine fellas. And how has your week been, Ian?
3: Ooh, well, first of all, uh alan hid from us who was going to be helping to host we knew he was gonna be gone he mentioned it last week um
0: but you couldn't we, thought, guess. we thought
3: jake for sure well so i was thinking i, I told you before we started i like there were a couple of their names i threw out and they said they definitely couldn't i was like well then it, it, it has to be zool like there's, <laughs> there's nobody else that's been there from the beginning knows the whole vibe everything that could just easily slide in there so uh surprised, but also not surprised, but also very happy. So awesome yeah. to have Excellent. you here. This would be fun. Yeah. Um but, we... uh,
1: what about the rest of your week?
3: Oh lordy. Uh what day is today? So it's Tuesday. <laughs> so currently I'm in a hotel room. Uh my boys are in here also. They're on the other side. You might hear them fighting from time to time. We'll see how this works out. Uh they're very peacefully playing a card game right now, but that can that can go crazy at a second's notice. Um they're staying with me down at Fort Bragg. Uh, Last time I had them, I tried doing the driving back and forth thing. That was insane. This probably isn't super exciting for them, but you know, we went to the pool, went to play basketball, uh, went to the movies, we saw the new Thor movie, which was really fantastic by the way, especially if you're going with little kids. I think this one, it's a little cheesier. That's what I've heard. Um, But if you have littles that you're going with, it is a lot of fun. Like, uh, Ronan and I were like clapping and screaming at different parts because it was just fantastic. But I think definitely geared more towards the little ones. Um, man, what else? Tomorrow I head back to Richmond. Kids got a swim meet. So we got a little road trip in front of us. Uh, and then a couple days back at home with them and until I send them back to their mom. Um, gosh, there's probably other things going on, but like when I have my kids, like I just, yeah, I, I erase everything else. I, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. There's stress. There's probably something I owe somebody or some work I'm supposed to be doing, but do I care? No. Am I doing it? No. <laughs> After I drop them off on Friday, I'm going to go, shit,
0: I forgot a week's worth of stuff. But yeah, that's
1: about it. Okay. Well, so, have fun with the kids. Chris?
0: Lucky. I was a little nervous, honestly, because I knew it was going to be Zul. Everything in me said, it's going to be Zul. She's going to ask great questions and you're not going to have the answers.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't give anything away. No. I've tried to crash her so many times. She doesn't reveal anything.
0: Half of what we yeah. do is because Zul like brought it into being in the beginning. She's like, what, what's your favorite characters, guys? All of a sudden, now we do favorite characters. Hey, I want you to find a spot in the book that you really like. and talk. Oh, okay, cool. We'll add that in too. Yep. So yeah, yep. just a little bit yep. of like, part of me is like, maybe you should skip tonight and let Ian do it all on his own I'd be so she's upset the, if you skipped
2: out on
3: me. Oh yeah, my she's God. the Wizard of Oz. You think Alan's <laughs> been running this, but
0: Zul secretly behind the scenes pulling exactly. the strings. Exactly. Yeah. But um, no, I appreciate you guys last week. Um, Nephew, stay with me an extra day. And I realized I had him over the weekend. He came in train 12 and a half hour train ride from Newport news, Virginia to Charlotte. Absolutely ridiculous. But he got here and we just had a great time and I got anxious about him leaving. And I realized how much I miss my boys. If I don't know how much I actually talk about my nephews on, you know, the platform, but in the beginning, I know I taught a lot about them and it kind of faded out because over the last year I've made that transition to Charlotte. And so I haven't seen them as much, but like my oldest boy, he's 17, just a couple months out of the 17 gate, looking almost eye to eye with me. The kid is six foot four and 240 pounds. He like has grown literally on like eight inches since the last time I saw him. His voice has dropped even deeper. Like all of the all of the feels as he's starting to get older trained to a man. And now we're talking about like real life stuff. What do you want to do when you graduate next year? Like, are you gonna join the military? Are you gonna go to community college? Are you going to so like all of the those like adult type conversations? And it just kind of hit me all at one time as I was like, man, we got this one extra day, and I I want to make sure I dedicate that night to. Just the the loose stuff, because we hit all the heavy stuff. I introduced him to Chanel's family, and then we talked about future and career goals and aspirations. And then I just needed one night where we were just, this just me and my nephew, you know? And so yeah. I appreciate you guys giving me that space. Um, and then this past weekend, my cousin came up and visited with us. That was just really good family time the last week, and I really needed that, and I didn't realize how much I needed that. Um, but my disappointment is in today. So Ian talked about the Thor movie, and so I worked from home today, which is a treat. And so I took off from my lunch break at 4:30, and Chanel and I found a 4:45 Thor time frame. Ooh. We went. We're in the movie. We didn't even realize because we're A-listers, the AMC. So we didn't realize we had gotten 3D tickets because we that subscription every month. We can pick whatever we want. Three yeah. movies a week. We're watching it, and we get to a specific scene at the end um, where Thor makes a big decision. Yeah, and then power goes out. Oh, black! Oh,
3: these and are then, the worst movies for something like that to happen in. When pretty I pretty much all the Marvel you, ones, but this.
0: What to I, I tell you? I mean, Did you scream. That pivotal moment—it ah! was like, oh, because—and this is really bad. So it shows you the state of where we're at today. My first instinct was, oh shit, something's happening. Yeah. Well, because there's yeah. a, like a guy I saw in the lobby. Did you start crawling, Did you low crawl. Like what's I yeah, got yeah. low, and then the lights came back on, and it was like, oh, power just went out. Okay, like logic kind of
4: settled that.
0: Yeah. I think so I freak out too.
4: Yeah,
0: I sit there for for literally. About eight minutes, I'm like Chanel. I'm gonna go check, see what's going on. Plus, I wanted to get another drink. I go out, and all the drink machines are down. Like, oh, this is clearly power outage all the way across. You know, waiting in the lobby, no employee like said anything to any of the 35 people standing out there. So I got a little perturbed, but I was like, this is cool. They're trying to fix it. I'm all right with this. You know, I'm hearing some banter. We don't have enough tickets to refund people. We're going to have to push other movie tickets times off so oh. that we can get these people's movies finished. I'm like, well, hey, I get to see the end. That's all I care about. I go back in. I sit back down. I wait another 10 minutes. Nothing's happening. So at this point, I waited 25 minutes total. Then guys roll in with the cleaning cart, three young teenage guys, and and they see us and they're like, oh, I guess we don't get to clean, like attitude, and left their cart sitting there with the speaker, the, the radio, and they go out. I can hear them in the hallway. I can't believe they're still sitting there. I would already left. They should already left. Like, I can't believe they're still sitting there. I'd I'm still like, be well, sitting there. Nobody's come and said, y'all are employees. You know what's going on. Why don't you say something to us? So I'm like still sitting there. And then I just like, I can hear them laughing at us. And then my blood starts to boil. Mm. So I go, I'm like, I'm sitting at first. And then the walkie talkie goes off. It's like, you guys know if there's anybody in theater 10 has everybody emptied out Are you cleaning it, what's going on. And of course these guys left their position and went out into the hallway. So I went and picked up the walkie-talkie. Yes, that's it. what we've done. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, there are about 10 people still sitting here waiting on Theater 10 to get going. Um, your guys that were supposed to clean left laughing at us. We're waiting. Oh. And then it was like, uh, thank you for the update. Oh I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. I'll be here. Yeah, <laughs> literally in there You tell them exactly
3: how much was left be like yeah we're (laughs) at the uh one hour and 15 well that's okay i went
0: back out with the walkie talking and they were starting the other movies so and they were starting at that point that they left them so i'm like all right let me run back in here because they're gonna start soon at this point we're now 35 minutes waiting then we creep to 40 45 i'm on the walkie talking hey what's going on we need an update you got people in here the guys that are cleaning come in and start cleaning around us. And then they put their stuff on the cart. They roll the cart out and then they start laughing. Like, ha they're still sitting in there. The movie's not going to uh. start again because we want to get the other movie started. Ha <laughs> ha. I get on the mic. I'm like, this is the second time I've been ridiculed by your employees. Something better happen. Yeah. The manager's like, oh my God. Um, I'll be down in a few minutes. I'm like, yeah, well I'm sitting in here with a few other people. Some have left others have not, you need to figure it out. And the next time they they come in here and say something best believe they're going to know about it.
3: Yeah. Like if they had made the decision management being they. That they the show's got to keep rolling with the future shows, blah blah blah. They can't push it back. Mm-hmm. A manager should have been there to communicate to you all, not the cleaning Correct. folks. So I there almost was, don't even want to get too mad at the cleaning folks, other than being extremely But that's rude. the
0: thing. There's one manager there, and he is the only one that knows how to run the machines. Mm. Because I heard that over the walkie talkie, and from the kids that were in their cleaning, talking about yeah, we haven't been like this person hasn't been cross trained to do that. That person that hasn't been cross trained to do that. I'm like, well, based on your attitudes, you probably don't come to work enough or care enough yeah. to be cross-trained. So literally wow. after waiting for 55 minutes, I leave out with my walkie-talkie. And I'm like, I need a manager at the customer service desk ASAP. And I stood there and then some kid, one of the kids came and tried to get his walkie-talkie back. I kind of gave him a look and he kept walking.
4: <laughs>
0: uh,
3: another guy. Versus <laughs> like, you ate the manager, you <laughs> keep going.
0: Yep. Another guy comes up a tall guy. Like, I guess he's used to being like that intimidating factor. He's a six foot four, like kind of heavy set guy, but he's also like soft and kind. So he's like, Hey, I got tickets. That I can give you guys. I'm like I'm an A-lister. Those tickets do me no good. I can get in these movies whenever I want. I want yeah. a manager at this point. He's like, well, I'll yeah. take the walkie talkie. No, you won't. A manager no, can won't. have this walkie talkie when the manager comes down and talk to me. Oh, I lit into those kids because they came around. He's like, uh, they he could not warm them off. And he was like, I've had other complaints. They will be um, getting a pink slip and one of them will be fired. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's not my objective. My goal is for you to teach them a lesson. They need the jobs, you need the employees. Yeah. So cross train them, make yeah. them go up there and take care of that crap. And you be down yeah. here to take care of your customers because you need some training too. Like, uh-huh. so yeah, that, I just wasted that about was today. eight minutes. But that was today. That was right that before was I got today. in here. That's why I'm late so, because that- 15 Have you minutes still not seen the end? Dinner time. No. Uh, I have to go back for the last 15 minutes of the movie.
3: All right. If this makes you feel any better, um, you know, whenever we go, I don't drink a lot of soda, but at the movie theater, I've got to get a cherry Coke and we're mm-hmm. going to get popcorn. And we'll probably add something chocolate in the mix. So we do that. Uh, Ronan, you know how a small is actually, you know, 10 times the size of a six-year-old kid. So he's sitting there with this popcorn, he's (laughs) chugging his drink, popcorn, chugging his drink. We got 15 minutes left in the movie. And Ronan goes, Mm, Dad, I got to (laughs) poop. And I was like, and I'm like, I'm like, can you hold it for like another 10 minutes? Like we're almost there. And like, I see hear him grunting and groaning. And I'm like, can you fart a little bit to kind of, you know, ease it a little mm-hmm, bit? Like, pain, you know, yeah. e- get some pressure out or something. Eventually I look over, he's like sweating and he's like, <laughs> he's like <this. laughs> so in the last 10 minutes, which again, we'll give anything away, but all of these Marvel movies, the last 10 minutes, a lot happens, right? Mm-hmm. We've got to walk out. Like I rush him in there. He blows the bathroom up. He's laughing about it. And I'm sitting there going, come on, let's wipe. Let's go. I got to try and catch the end. Uh, and we got in literally for like, what would you say, River? Like the last 30 seconds. So, yeah.
0: Oh, you missed it too then.
3: There's, I had, so River explained a lot of it to us, but I I do need to watch it because of course, tons happens in those last 10, 15 minutes.
0: I don't feel so bad. I at least
3: know what happens. I just didn't get to see it.
0: Yeah. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Mm. well so that's you that's you for this week chris
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh i i hope you that's, get to see me in soon. yeah so for me normally i'd say not not much happened this week however i was on the WatCon staff that is uh the first convention dedicated completely to the books and tv series the wheel of time
2: Ooh, and
1: okay. it happened this weekend in Columbus, Ohio. And I we I was supposed supposed on of course, Power. what was I doing? What was I doing? Working with both both the discords, the planning oh. discord and the public discord, of course. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, so, <laughs> so. Cool.
3: She knows yeah. a thing or two because she's seen a thing or two. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And so it's, it was so fantastic. It was really only about 250 people. So it was a really nice, small, homey family feel, and we had um, the we had main sessions where we had everybody in. Um, it wasn't just panels where everybody goes your separate ways. And in the main sessions, it was like a variety show practically. You know, we had people coming. We had I running in with prophecies about the con and. We had like videos playing of like what parodies. We had all kinds of stuff happening, and so we had cool. um, every time I sat down for a meal, there were at least two people I had never met before. So That's cool. So yeah, That's cool. so you get to meet all these different people and kind of have a nice, you know, pr- a nice quiet time to sit down and talk to them. And they had a nice big open atrium area with a bunch of like little seating areas around. So um, sauce. There was always a lot going on, and the rooms were far enough away that we could be loud in there until four a.m.
3: Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah.
1: Yes, we could be loud in there until four a.m., and it was fine. As, I mean, and they they gave us, you know, we cleaned up after ourselves. Where everybody was like super friendly to each other, no problems. And so they're going to have us. They're going to have us back for sure That's awesome. if we, we want to come back. They want us to come back, and we converted one of the nighttime desk um, people and one of the, um, one of the bartenders, they're both going to start reading the wheel of time. Converted. Nice. I great.
2: love
1: the word. <laughs> yes. 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 So we absolutely. We converted. That's great. And for me, my, it was amazing because my oldest daughter flew up there too. And so she oh, and our wow, rooms. That's
2: together. Cool.
1: Yeah. And got to spend the weekend together we had Michael and Kramer and Kate Redding as keynote speakers, and they are the voices of the wheel of time. Yeah.
0: Super our fun. favorite people to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> they the also, they super... also do the Sanderson books. So
1: yes. And I was currently listening to the second era of Mistborn on the way up there. So when I got a chance to sit down with Michael and talk to him, I'm like, okay, so my new favorite um what are you saying there, Alan? Who is this? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I guess That's Alan is why... trying to listen, and his family's giving him a hard time. Well, that makes sense, Alan. I mean,
2: it's why he house a
3: pack full
0: of you know friends, family, kids, the whole shebang. So you need earbuds, okay. bro. One earbud in the ear where people can't see it. Yeah, yeah there you he's go. Doing that
3: thing. I'm going on leave, uh, and then he sits there and he's doing emails the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Actually. Just just take a day off. You got this. You you've earned. All it. All
1: right. So. Uh, so we had them as guests. We also had um, Daniel Green come in and he was not at JordanCon. So I had not met him before. And um, he he really liked the nice, small feel as well, because he wasn't just constantly, you know, he could he could like, oh, take a trip to the bathroom and just walk to the bathroom and come back and not be like ambushed 45 times. coming. Right. So he really enjoyed it. He's a lot of fun. He actually can do some funny voices himself, which I didn't realize. (laughs) Uh, And we had some people from around the world come in. Lesbian Nerdy. Oh, cool. Does, in fact, is, in fact, not just an emoji head. She does have a body. Can confirm. (laughs) Um, And so she came all the way from South Korea. We had Elliot Edits and Malkir Talks both fly in from England. Wow, um, we had some people from France and Norway. Um, so that's great. It was a, wor- it was a worldwide event, and um, I would recommend it. That's WattCon 2022. I hope to see you at WattCon 2023.
0: All right. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> All right. Are you ready to dive in?
3: Sure. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. I think so some good ones.
1: Tonight, we will be doing chapters 11 and 12 of The Lord of Chaos. And the chapter icon for chapter 11 is the Dragon Fang. And Demon, the Demon title Demon. is Lessons and Teachers. So what does the Dragon Fang mean to you when you see this?
4: Danger. Uh, danger. <laughs> well, it's,
3: it's
1: been kind
3: of a, it's morphed into a Rand thing, a male Chandler. Okay, male Chandler. Dragon Reborn. Or the dragon, yeah. White cloak. I mean, like we've used it for so many things on this channel. Yeah, well, and it's yeah. been a threat. You know, people etching on yep. doors and stuff and all that jazz. Yeah,
1: people so. can scroll it on your door to mean dark friend. It's not
3: really a all positive right. thing. Yeah. It's a so white, white symbol. We do, in <laughs> fact,
1: <laughs> go to the Black Tower during this. But I want you to keep in mind, think about it. Sometimes it means dark friend and not just sighting. Because it can be scrawled on your door for dark friends. So think about if you think that anyone in this chapter is a potential dark friend. I'm not saying there is one. They're, They're all potential. potential dark two friends. Three. <laughs> Uh so there could be. And I want to know if you suspect anyone of being a dark friend while we go through this. Well, now, think- when we left, when we left off, we had Rand getting um bonded without consent. Okay,
0: so I wasn't here last week. Let's pause right there, Ian. Go for it. Ian, bond it without consent.
1: Um, Pretty bad. Horrible. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know the, not, imp- the full implications yet, but just the idea. I didn't drop
3: the R word, but how is it not? I mean. Yeah, your mind.
1: A, yeah. It is mental. Yeah. Mind.
3: Yes, it is mental. Art. Maybe
0: maybe even in a worse way. I, you know.
1: You can't I, get away from it. Ever. Yeah.
0: She's always – she's going to be persistently in the back of his mind. Yeah. He's going to feel her, feel her hurts, feel her pleasures, hear, like know her thoughts. She's
3: going to be able to sense these things about him as well, and that's where the continued. It's not even just that one single action. There's going to be long-term, like, non-consensual interaction between him and her. Yes. She's going to be able to take from him and sense and feel and everything, and he's never said it's okay. So it's like now, a repeated – Continuous.
0: Do you think he'll find a way to break it? Or will uh, she hand
3: it over to somebody else? I'm thinking maybe she hands it over, but I don't know. Yeah, something I did get into last week, Chris, was... <laughs> uh, and I guess this chapter suggests otherwise. But I was like, all right, was this pre-planned? Was Varen in on it from the get-go? Like, just the way she reacted made it seem like she wasn't very surprised. She was ready to hop on and try and... uh shield ran you know with her fellow eyes to and everything and it just happened too smooth i'm like wait is Varon in on this i um, agree i still suspect her a little bit you started to say hey you know do you suspect any dark friends Varen, mm-hmm. i don't know i know she's what? this sweet old lady that just likes to know things
0: but Varen has worked I, I too just... long on this to be a dark friend it's kind of my thought
2: and yeah. I don't think but she's the level of manipulation.
0: Though. Yeah, that and she knows so much. She does, but she, but she doesn't let people know what but she she's knows. Also, really close to Swan uh, and and Moraine. Um, but maybe that was intentional. Maybe there, she's been there. Are the few long
1: lines, there? There are a few lines in here. There's at least one in here which I can argue might argue the other side that says that she didn't know that this was going to happen.
3: Right. I I don't think she does right now after this chapter, I don't
2: think
0: she necessarily... Yeah, moving forward, I mean, it was like, Varen let loose the breath she had been holding. Once she had told Swan and Moraine how dangerous he was, neither had listened, and now the passage of a little more than a year saw Swan stilled and probably dead while Moraine, question mark. And then she goes into elaborating on the power that Rand has grown, and then also her like, not expecting him to be able to block them from the power, from the source so easily. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at it that way, first off, her interactions with Swan and Moraine just point to the fact that she's probably a third in that group. Like, there's always a trifecta. And so she's just as in on it as they are. And now she's trying to figure out what direction to take since she's lost her two comrades. That's kind of how I want to look at this. Okay. not She's a dark friend at all, but that she is kind of, you know, one of the three leading or that was leading Rand in the direction. And now Rand's kind of pushed them all aside.
3: I don't want to assume that Varen has the same plans for Rand that Swan and Moraine did. Okay. Remember, she kind of came into the know about Rand l- later on. And... True. Also, with her being a Brown, it, so we've always talked about how, like, the different uh, Aja, they, they're they like they're playing a different game. They're trying to accomplish different things. Mm-hmm. We still don't know too much about, like, what the Browns want other than they, you know, they want knowledge. But when it comes to the Dragon, like, if if they want to influence them, how do they want to influence them? If they want to control them, how do they want to control them? I don't think we know enough yet, and I think they're really good about keeping their cards to their chests. So I won't say that Varen wants the same thing that Moraine and Swan want. No, at this
0: point, point I don't know think she what
3: she knows wants. What she
0: wants. I don't think she knows. Yeah. She's trying to figure it out. She goes.
3: She probably read some book that she's not sharing with anybody else, and she knows something else that's really significant, and she's just waiting for that moment. That could be true. Being all oh, brown yeah. and whatnot. Ground Asha. That is.
1: At some point in here, it does say that she will not. She she's been working towards something for seventy years. And she, will, she doesn't want this to mess it up.
0: Bingo. No, no, that's what that a whole is. dark friend idea, but I don't. I no, can't but it, I mean, it doesn't say
1: she could have known already that there was a Dragon Reborn coming and she could have been. And she's like, I'm not going to let whatever Alana do sure. mess yeah. it up, right? Yeah. You don't know. She doesn't say what it is that she's been working towards.
3: But she's but she, got a plan that, and not a little one. She's been working on it for a long time. So. Yeah.
1: Whatever it is, something she's been working on for 70 years. Curious how this
3: might unfold. Yeah. Somebody, uh, Jake popped it up. Somebody mentioned that uh, Varen said in passing about, like, either out of curiosity, what she said, she made Bon Rand and Alana Hears. So this was earlier in the series. And well, I I didn't remember that while I was reading. Um, Man, what if? what if Varen's the type to like use the power of suggestion to get, Oh yeah. Really do shit for her and then pretend and play and be like, Oh my gosh, Alana, why'd you do that? And he's like so strong and powerful. And like, you should, you should have done that. And like, you didn't have consent. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Meanwhile, maybe she sprinkled that idea on her intentionally.
1: Yeah. Could and, be. Yeah. I-, I want you to think about for a second. Okay. The last time we saw Alana and Varen was in the shadow rising in the two rivers and they were helping out with the, you know, the trollic invasion and all of that. Yeah. And Alana said something about bonding to Perrin.
3: Oh yeah. She was all about some Perrin. Mm. Yeah.
1: Alana said that. And we had, you know, someone back in um the great hunt saying something about, you know, Oh, all the, all the sisters are talking about you. They want to potentially bond you. So this has been sort of, foreshadowed all oh, yeah. along. And um the last time
0: Alana could be the dark one.
1: The last time. Well also this it's not just this section. We also go elsewhere during this chapter. Okay. So it's not necessarily just them. It could be anyone. Sure. If there is a dark one, a dark friend in the chapter. They so could all
3: be dark friends. I, I trust nobody. They could be
1: <laughs> and you know, and you know, Rand was very specifically in Moiraine's letter told not to trust any I Sedai. None of them. Yeah. No one who is currently in I Sedai should you trust. Mm. You know, is what Moiraine basically said. So um
3: and now to, to prove that Varen is actually a decent person, uh trying to settle all these girls down after the commotion, she you
0: all like, need tea
3: tea time and with with, uh, with a little uh, bourbon Randy, actually. <laughs> so make it a heavy pour and just get them to all pass out and go to bed because i don't want to deal with their shit tonight
0: that's my friend <laughs> anybody that wants to pour me a double and send me to bed we can be friends you
2: are out there <laughs>
4: passing out
3: melatonin gummies to the kids They're like all right it's past your bedtime shut up take some nyquil but i'm not even sick take the nyquil <laughs> it's good for you uh, yeah good. once or twice or so yeah
1: All right, so one thing I noticed here is that um, they didn't know what had happened to Moiraine, which we saw in book five. So they're like, is Swan dead? Is Moiraine dead? They didn't know about the tower split until they got here because they've been out in BFE, you know, Emmons Field. And so there's a lot of information they don't know. They don't know which direction they're going to go with the split. So besides the bonding, what else did you get from this with Varen, Alana, and the girls?
0: Well, there's still some doubt in Alana's mind that he may not actually be the dragon. And Varen's like, let's just go ahead and get this understanding now. Like, he is the dragon reborn. So we now need to decide how we are going to move this group of girls, which is, you know, another interesting thought that they had. It's like, Edmunds Field had become like a gold mine, which I had my ideas on that. I mean, we know, do know. I'm going to give
3: credit to Perrin and his severeness. That's what I'm thinking.
0: (sighs) You can say that, but I think it's just the, the blood being awoken. A manethrin blood. blood from that queen who ended it all in her own way. Yeah, Yeah. This is her lineage. Like finally being awoken at the last of the days. You know? That's true. But someone had to wake him up. Maybe it was Lord parian Wakey wakey. Maybe it's just the influence of the the, the bubbles popping all over the world. Wow, that's true. And that's just reactionary. Well,
1: I mean, think about the fact that we had three Taviran pop up there. We have two. Of the strongest channelers the tower has seen in hundreds or even a thousand years. Yeah. Um, right. in Egwene and Nine Eve pop mm-hmm. up of there.
0: And now you have All Matt's up. sisters. Yes, Oh, there is something, something there. Wasn't yep. there
3: something special about the brandy that Tam made this year? Wasn't it like <laughs> extra
0: good? You know you're right. Maybe he went Maybe back in it. time and got the serum to create Aes Sedai. Came forward in time and slipped it in the brandy.
3: Yeah, he time-traveled. He was like, you know what? Last year, they made fun of my brandy. So I'm going to go back to the Age of Legends and get their brandy recipe. And it just so happened also include something that, you know, lit a, lit a spark. So in.
1: all of those girls, even the ones that were too young to bring, are obviously the ones who've been sneaking brandy. Yeah, they're not too yeah.
0: young to drink. <laughs> yeah. either, either
1: that
2: or...
3: Varen was probably pushing brandy on him back in Ed's, Ed's
1: field. Oh, you're having tea here. Have a little, uh, you yeah, know, it could have been a been little
0: the mothers, rowdy. And she's and like, the mother's the kind of fed the daughters. And then. Yeah. They're boom. teething. You know, rub it on. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's
1: that what could it be is. It. Absolutely. I'll time, the, man is the man. Oh, something I forgot to mention about WatCon. On Sunday, we got to see two deleted scenes from season one.
0: No uh, way! I did yes. see that there was something about that on, on the Twitter sphere. Ugh. Wait, so can they be found uh, online now?
1: I don't know if one of them can or both of them.
0: Are they worth um, seeing?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely!
0: Oh, I'll I tell you. That.
1: That one where, of where them. One of them was because you know how we, how we had like the Egwene with the colors in the pool that was uh-huh. in like the that we didn't get in the we didn't get in the season, but it was right, in but the, it was in the trailer. Trailer, yeah, yeah so we got an extended an extended scene of her introduction into the women's circle so we got them going up into that pool and That's 90 cool. talking about like all the different things that a woman is and each time she talked about, about a characteristic they pour color into the water <laughs> and then it flows in and then she comes up with the, all the colors mm-hmm. and so excellent awesome. the other that was the second one we saw the first one we saw was when um when Egwene comes out, like the next morning after she and, and Rand bang, um, and Rand is already gone, and they start talking, she and Tam start talking about Kari Althor, Tam's wife, and how she always, like, sort of treated Egwene as the daughter she never had. Oh. And then they were talking about his loss, because they think about this at Bell Time. And he said, but you know what? Death is clean, and a cut that's three times as deep will heal cleaner than something that's torn. You have his heart, girl. Be careful with it, because he's all I have.
0: Oh. And And he's such a
1: great
2: dramatic
1: dramatic actor. He was so good.
3: That's wonderful. How could that that. not make it? Yeah.
1: Well, here's the thing. They're both slow scenes. They're both slow emotional yeah. scenes, and they needed it to pick up. They both happened at the beginning, before the trollocs and everything. And I think yeah, they yeah. To get
0: they it. clearly never read Jordan. Yeah, there's nothing sense. quick about his books. Slow, slow, quick, quick, slow, slow, quick. quick. Only the battle scenes. That's it. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so no, well I'm worth sure. watching more than once.
3: Definitely. All right, I'm gonna have to look those all right. up.
1: Okay, so that's sorry awesome. I interrupted.
3: Don't no, that's all right. Right. Uh, I, so I almost forgot. So not only did they give these girls, so the girls are freaking out and Rand's China. already gone and Varen's sitting there like all pissed off like, okay, L- Rand only picked up one of you, okay? So I don't know yeah. why everybody else is still freaking out. Like most of y'all didn't even get touched. Like just drink this shit, go to bed, stop whining. And Alana does her her move like what Moraine did. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I She got really big. Mm-hmm, the oh yes, she did. And yep, just described a little bit more that obviously word. she wasn't actually getting big, but it was like made it seem like she was and she was you know uh-huh. up hunched into up the, ceiling. the ceiling she was so yeah. tall at some point so With
0: I, every word that I speak to you I get larger and larger
3: yeah that and was that a that was a cool said. throwback to like an early scene one of the Book first one. times we saw the Aes Sedai do anything, right you yeah. know yeah um so yeah, that was neat and all the girls you saw
1: from Gary's yeah. point of view. You saw it from Varen's point of view, and right. she's like, I yeah. roll. I know yeah. what they're seeing. <laughs> this whole thing again. You know, she's hitting him
3: with that. Yeah. But she's yeah.
1: like, but you know it worked. They shut up.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. I just I thought it was funny. Varen's getting annoyed by the girls. Kind of like you said, I roll with uh
0: Alana. And yeah. Just a interesting scene. Well, and then we get the true feelings about all of the men should have been bonded the first chance they had. They should never be allowed to let run loose. And Varen, are you talking about when
1: Alana and Varen go talk to alone?
0: Correct. So I'm kind of moving ahead a little bit because that conversation, you know, we've been jumping around in it the whole time. There wasn't much more that really came of it. You have a lot of Varen's thoughts and really her contemplations. Do I support the Dragon Reborn? Do I not? Do we move? Do we stay? Yeah, do we we go towards the rebels? Do we go towards the tower? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what we need to find more information. That's kind of the thought. And then we can't go anywhere right now. We need to stay so that we don't cause ourselves more issues. Yeah. So so they're in a
3: good they're in a good position to be able to just kind of hold and see what happens. Because let's say they stay around Rand and hang out wherever he is for the next I'm just making it arbitrary a month right before they decide are they gonna land on the side of the rebels or the tower um where whenever they end up there and they're like well what took you so long to decide it's very easy to be like well I figured we had a unique opportunity to kind of befriend the dragon or find out more information or whatever so they there's all sorts of room to make excuses to stay and wait and see how things play out before they decide and I think Varen, I, I got the vibe that Varen recognizes this, and she's in no rush to make a decision. Um, of course, being a brown, she just wants to gather as much info as she can. So, makes
0: sense. Why rush?
4: Yeah.
0: Now, I did have a question because I don't uh, didn't really get it. They she bonded Rand, but she talked about trying to link him. <clears throat> okay,
1: so know. basically, at the point when they're bonded one of the things you can do is compel them a certain way. Okay. To kind that's of what I what want. Yes. And she was unable to.
0: Because his will and is
1: so she doesn't strong. And they have no idea if it's because he's so strong in the power that, or if it's because he can channel at all. It's not like they're used to bonding Man, you can channel. They normally just gentle them.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah they so pretty much deep. just gave him special – healing properties that gave him greater endurance and then he's got this nuisance in the back of his mind to add to the nuisance he already has in the back of his mind because clearly Luz Theron is in there still going off. Yeah, let's put more voices in his head. This would be great. (laughs) That's all we really did. What could go wrong? But Luz Theron doesn't like the voice and he backs away a little bit. He's scared of her.
1: He backs off from Ver- uh, from Alana, and he's like scared of having that Sedai in there.
3: Yeah. So, so I'm guessing this is like never been done before, or, or at least it's so rare that even Luz There and is like, what? What the fuck is this? I don't. what yeah. the, What does this mean? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Like even Luz Like Lou seems worried, scared, yeah. slash confused. Yeah. Like I don't know
0: what the implications
3: of this is. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, being the
0: reader, we we know some important information too. We know that there are convoys coming from both ways to Rand. Mm-hmm. So these women and all of these soon to be novices will kind of hear from both groups and kind of get to pick a side based on what they hear. So, uh, so
3: <clears throat> I mentioned this last week, also Chris, like how screwy things could get real fast. Um, let's say. All these girls from Emmons Field go one way and they side with the tower. And then Rand ends up siding more with the rebels.
0: Which um, she will.
3: It, we can assume. But like, that's going to, as much as he tried to pretend at the end that I'm no longer Rand, I'm the Dragon Reborn, I don't care. He still has a heart for his people. I mean, Matt's sisters were part of the group. I mean, he's not going oh, yeah. to separate his feelings from that. <clears throat> well,
0: but and you, you got to think about crazy. what you just said Matt's part of that group. And we know where Matt's going.
3: Right. Like all sorts of chaos could possibly ensue here. And like it, would if you said, what if they all have the opportunity to kind of choose or Alana and Varen decide to go split ops. One goes one way, the other goes another, and they take some of the girls with them. And that's just going to make it harder for Rand and Matt. And it, it
0: and Lord uh, Perrin, Lord
3: Perrin, make sure Lord you get it. Yes. Right. He's
1: like, oh, why do you keep calling him Lord Perrin? By oh, the way? man. <laughs> I love lord
0: that. Well, Perrin. don't you know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love how quick he got put in this place. The women's at Edmund Field do not play. They're like, boy, you wool-headed idiot. You're going to listen to what we got to say. He's like, you're all younger than me. Doesn't matter. We're women. You're still a boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so they accept that Perrin is a lord, but Ran can't be the dragon. That's Well, know, I mean,
1: like- you have to think about like those are like their – those are like their nightmare stories. Like they're bad, sure. bad. Like
3: they haven't been given a good history, and they haven't been of what a dragon is. To the, right? The, they haven't been exposed to the potential good side of the prophecies. It's just all negative, negative, negative. Yeah. yeah so, sure.
1: well, another thing that Alana and Varen are walking into is Ram's amnesty uh, and bringing in men who can channel and coming to grips with that. Um, so, there's a lot of you know, unknown with I said, I coming in now. And that's something Rand's going to be dealing with in this chapter. When he goes out to the farm, mm-hmm. it's like, now you've got, I said, I coming in to where he is bringing in men who can channel and what potential, you know, snafus that could be, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't want that to blow up.
3: And, uh, Varen adds another thing. I'd even think about, uh, talking to Lana. She says he is to Varen. He draws what he needs to him. And this is when they're talking about the amnesty and everything. So, We have seen where, like, the numbers have been kind of slow trickling in. But if this is truly what Rand needs, and the pattern is like, yeah, Rand needs this, it's
0: going to happen. And at some point, it's going to snowball. I mean, it just brought him a whole group of young women to train who are all Edmund Fielders, who already have that eight. No matter how afraid they are, when it comes down to a fight, you're always going to fight with the people from your neighborhood. You oh, so you're thinking be he's going to
3: get the loyalty of these new female channelers mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I, man, my brain didn't even go that far, but.
1: I mean, think about that. They're already like Lord Perrin. They're all about Lord Perrin already. Yeah. Perrin and Matt, like Matt's his, Matt's a general for him. Perrin is coming in. You know, they have loyalty to. There are a lot of loyalties coming Forgetting together. The
0: wolves. the wolves are coming. Like
3: Yeah. I do like the way you said that, Chris, though, because that just made sense. Like when it comes down to it, you're going for your for your neighborhood, and he I'm. Did, I, was, like... I hesitated for a second, and then I was like, "No, no, that's true." If the kids from the street I grew up on needed me tomorrow, I wouldn't even ask, but I would just be like, "Yep, I'm there, on my I'm I'm way." Got you. Wouldn't I'm going to questions. a
0: wedding at the end of the month for somebody I have not hung out with <laughs> in five years. Yep, just paid two hundred dollars for a suit that I did not have to go be oh, in this man's man. wedding.
1: Oh, is this your new suit? Your new custom?
0: Oh suit? no! No, this is so. The
1: wedding. My wedding. for you wedding. wedding.
0: That's I just had your... to spend two hundred dollars on a rental that I don't know if it's really gonna fit right, but it's gonna fit well enough
2: to be in his
0: wedding at the end of the month. You'll make You're gonna it kill look it.
1: good. You are gonna kill it. You're gonna make the
0: suit. <laughs> you see pictures. <laughs> uh...
1: but,
0: yeah, I. It, I mean, that's just where we're headed. We're headed to finally the amassing of the forces. And yeah. that cl- clued me in when she was like, no, he's severe and he's bringing these people in. Like they're going to continue to train these girls. Then you're going to get the rebels coming and they're going to train. And I still have this great big hope that the queen comes back. Realizes that. Gaze. Rand is like mm-hmm. more gays, more gays.
1: Okay.
0: I'm hoping she's she so comes tied back. up with the white cloaks right now. I know, but I still feel like, and by gonna- the way,
3: previous chapter, Sorry. But last episode, turns out the White Cloaks aren't a bunch of nothings. There's at least one leader in the White Cloaks that seems to be playing the long game.
1: Pedro and Nile? He's,
3: and he's wicked smart. Pedro yeah. Nile, the leader? Yeah. Yeah. He's um, one of
1: the, great, the five great captains, by the way.
3: Yeah, we've got something to worry about, Chris, with the White Cloaks. Yeah. And people's yeah. allegiances are just getting old. Oh, yeah. All over it's, the place. It's messy. It's really yeah. messy. Okay. So. Yeah, Morgay, sure. Hopefully, she comes back eventually. I don't see yeah. that shit happening for a while. Nah. She's in a she's in a hot mess of a spot right now herself, and trying to cover for her kids. And
0: yeah, that's true. Get so her then, own
3: forces together to try and get her kingdom back, and oh,
0: and I mean, yeah. we so, but I mean, even from that same lens, Egwene's going to come back eventually, and Elaine, and Elaine's going to take over. I, I just have this hope. Well, thanks I, oh, like, mm-hmm. I feel like she's gonna end up coming back at some point. Okay. Yeah. It's gotta I, happen.
3: I, I think on the female I Sedai side, Egwene and Elaine have the best chance of, of being uniters than than anybody else. I, I think they're right. focused more in the big picture. Uh, any yeah. of our current I Sedai, they're so indoctrinated, yeah. not just with what the I Sedai have been teaching for so long, but with what their Aja, what their plans are and everything. Yeah. You just can't trust any
0: one of them. Um, yeah. Something I want to say about trust. Go ahead. Huh. Oh, I, I'll say my statement and you say yours and then we'll keep moving. <laughs>
2: Thank
0: you. A man without trust might as well be dead. Loose there and giggles. Did that sentence like make you laugh? The one person who trusts absolutely nobody and is always yelling kill, 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 kill. It's <laughs> like, hey, you gotta trust somebody. <laughs> Got to trust yourself. Trust me. Yourself. Just trust me. Me, uh-huh. me, myself, and I. <laughs> yeah. And lose because yeah. we're all in here.
3: I don't want to take this back to personal life, but yeah, I feel the statement and the giggle. Like it's, I get it. I just don't know how to explain it in words. That's every day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that is every day.
3: Do I want to trust? Yeah. Do I think it's important? Yeah. Am I ever going to? Nah. No.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I mean, here's the thing. When I first met you two, you were both single and you had been in long-term relationships that had ended not exactly well. Yeah, a little bit of trauma. Now you A little bit of trauma there. You both were kind of like, nope, don't trust, don't trust. Because these women could, you know, any woman could be, I've been through this. However, okay. you went through, you've learned a lot in life sure. to narrow down who can I trust? And it might be a smaller amount, and it might be like, now I know what to look for. Now I know I can trust this person. Yeah. So I bit. think that could be, if you trust absolutely no one,
0: you're in trouble.
3: Yeah. Well, that's a wasted life.
0: Right. So. Yes. So I give it to you. I, I completely trust Chanel. I mean, I let yeah. her drive, and I don't close my eyes, and I don't hold the oh shit bar. So I I grip. I, I grip the little sidebar on the door a little bit every now and then, but I'm not outright yeah. grabbing the handle. So I agree with that statement.
1: <laughs> so for me, that's kind of where it is. I mean, at least there and at least had his hundred companions that he went into battle with. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, he had to be trusting these, the, all these channelers to work together. Um, so there's many ways you could look at that. Now, what I was going to say about Elaine and McLean, and what we've seen with them so far, they're not leaders right now, but they've didn't train all that long in the White Tower and they've had a chance to go out in the world. And they both have been people to bring in other channelers, other they have like the sea folk they've like been in yeah. contact with. They've had talked to it, they made friends with a Sean Shan woman, but you know, they have the IEL and that like have not been brought into the White Tower, people that they're willing to work with. And bring in and yep. bring people together. That for those two people, those that's an argument that can be made for what you just said, Ian.
3: Yeah, about you you did a better job explaining it. But I, they're definitely uniters. They're, yeah. You know, if if you have something to bring to the table, they don't care where you're coming from. Bring it right. to the table. Let's let's talk. Let's make it work. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think don't, the- I don't get that vibe from any other eyes to die.
1: Right. And they haven't been indoctrinated so much into the Aes Sedai yet that they were allowed, through circumstances of being forced out early, mm-hmm. to go make some of their own decisions yep, yep. and choices about these people without being told, this is these, these are the lines, this is choices. us. We don't
3: use that word. We don't no, use that word on mean. the show. That's a bad word. You can't say choices.
1: I'm, well, sorry. Well, we'll, we'll I'm sorry. We'll bleep it out later. I'll, I'll, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Jake missed the bleep button. He was supposed to go.
1: <laughs> Are either of you drinking anything other than agua or soda tonight?
0: I'm rocking that no, H2O, baby. I have H2O all the way. So all right. Hydrated. Well,
1: I have a, a founder's breakfast stout that I brought Ooh. back from Vance's house. Because I couldn't get it in my my area, and I've been saving it. So I decided to break it out for you guys.
0: I appreciate you. you. I tipped the scale, so I'll be honest. So, you know, when we started this, I had been busting butt, feeling great, got super fit Then the last, you know, year and some change or so. You know, with the back injuries and all the things going on, I completely let myself go. And I stepped on the scale and saw 400. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. So that was a week ago, back down to 390, so 10 pounds in a week. I will keep pushing, but I have got to myself accountable and get the weight off me. That way I can keep doing stuff like this because though I am healthy, I'm not healthy. That's not healthy to have as much weight on your body.
3: Yeah, and we're not getting younger. No, it's been not. my thing. The weight
0: is getting off so much slower now than it did in the past. Yeah. And I'm not even at 35 yet. So I'm like, yeah. And I want to have kids one day. All this stuff is going to impact all yes. of that. Like, yep. I don't have any issues right at the moment. I don't want there to be any. The older you get, the more possible that is. So, right. No, the, yeah. the knees in the back, they don't like
3: that bulkiness as you get yeah. older. Yep. Um, I'm learning that the hard way. So, yeah. You'll get Thank there. You, Yep.
1: Yep. Okay. Are we done with this POV?
3: We are. Mal's done with these two women before we even started. They let me tell you, the trust, I know you're saying we need to trust. I don't trust them right now.
1: That's fine. You don't have to.
3: No trust
0: there.
1: And no do they trust Brandon? I don't know. No, sure. We'll see.
0: Fact of the matter is, is I've been done with this chapter. <laughs> We're gonna get to a point, like so. I've already alluded to some of the things that are happening in the point of view. Um, more or less, I'm interested in knowing what time thinks he could do to call on people that Rand himself can't do. Is it just about dedicating the time or is time holding some cards close that we just don't know about? I know he says he's, what he's going to do, but is there something more? Does he have some other trick up his sleeve? Or is he trying to get away to kind of get a break so he can like be an informant and let other people know what's going on? Yeah.
3: Well, so not necessarily conspiracy theory, Chris. <clears throat> we, we dabbled on it before. He's still playing it too cool. Yeah. And he's acting too loyal to Rand too quickly, and it makes me suspect or suspect him. He's putting in charge. He's being put in charge of. Not just training, but he's getting ready to go out and collect more dudes. And because Rand isn't doing it himself, Taim has this opportunity to train him in such a way that it works in his favor. Or to influence them in such a way where they're more loyal to him than they are to Rand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while we haven't exactly seen evidence of that yet, he's in a position to do that.
0: So, And he picked up using the gates really well. And he can bring yep. horses and other people through the gate with him. He's confident in his own ability and use of the power that he feels like he can do this after what a couple of weeks of, of being with Raya. Yeah. And if he turns if, if he turns out to be
3: some Forsaken, it wouldn't be surprising. It would actually make the scene a couple chapters ago that much more hilarious when Rand is like, and by the way, be careful if any of them are learning too quick. They could be a forsaken or dark friend sneaking up on us. And Tyam goes, oh, no, forsaken? Are you serious? <laughs> about, like, it's, it's him. He's the forsaken. Yes. <laughs>
4: like,
0: so like, me. I know you said that before, and I want to be like, no, Jordan wouldn't write that way. But maybe he wouldn't write that way, but he is writing that way to throw us off.
1: Could
0: throw be. people like me off, could be. Well, I mean,
1: there are various places around the world that we've seen forsaken, right? We've seen some like one in Ilian and we've seen one in, in Camelon, like in powerful positions. So, where else can you? We've seen one in, you know, a tier like Lords of Tier. So, you have to kind of start thinking for the rest of them, where might they be? And not nope. all of
3: them are going to operate the same way. Um, yeah. Like M- McGideon kind of hiding in the shadows. He, in the he's
1: seminars. not in any particular place.
3: Right. Uh, so, does it make sense that there would be one that would intentionally play the part of the fool or it, like be in a position like Taim? Like, I just want to find a way to get close to him and this is my angle sort of thing. And maybe I can influence him without him finding kind of like a out. One.
1: Yeah. 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 Someone, so, of, someone that can get close that be here's, you know. the, here's the thing. That let's just be, go by
3: let's himself. go by vibes alone. Mm-hmm. I had better vibes with Asmodian helping out Rand than I do Taim helping out Rand. I just yeah. don't have good
2: vibes.
1: Okay, so here. so why is that?
3: Because it's too easy. Because Asmodian's dead so now I can say I trust him <laughs> and Taim's <Tyne's> alive <laughs> which means I don't trust
4: him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. hes been, It's been too easy. He agreed too quick. He's doing everything Rand asked him, even though clearly he's got more control of the power than Rand.
1: Well, he's he been channeling be, longer. He yeah,
2: has he been
0: channeling be longer than Rand. And that's, that's a red powerful, flag, too.
1: Yeah, he's not as crazy. As old yet. as he
3: is, and just, I don't know. Or he might
0: be really red crazy. Flag. And it's crazy so crazy that he looks sane.
1: Possible. Mm. I mean,
0: well, all crazy. On, so we'll
1: either right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. So when we move into Rand's point of view, he's like just trying to distance himself as fast as possible. So he he knows he can't make a gateway until he gets to a n- spot he knows well. So if there's a spot in the palace, so he like out distances all of the Iel, everyone else on horses, everybody. He just Booking out. Distances. Them all, and gets in there, makes a gateway, and then just like falls to the ground. And he's like, "I can still point to her. She's right there. Mm-hmm. She's still in the back of my head." So this is him learning about what has happened to him. He's like, "I wish I had land to talk to because, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this. I don't how know." How is he doing?
3: not? How is he not worried that she's immediately going to know where he is also, and also immediately know where? Well, he does
0: ask that question to himself. Yeah. But yeah.
3: the first place he ran was the last place he'd want her to know about.
0: Well, she so, doesn't know. She knows the location. She doesn't know the purpose of the location.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. I, I wish he'd have been a little smarter about it. Like, I mean, I agree. That was my first thought. It, I it's had like two. he got a tracker slapped on him and he just ran right back to the hidey hole. To the base. Right. Yeah. So maybe not this smart. I get it. He was panicking. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I'm actually surprised he didn't just vaporize Alana and Baron.
0: That was my thought. Just get rid of Alana. I, I still
3: can't believe after what she did that he didn't just go.
0: I zoo. cut off her flow. You just got finger blasted. I would cut off her flow. I wouldn't kill her. I'd cut her flow off. That way.
1: You mean, like, I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, he could have finger
1: <laughs> Started blasting away. So we don't know if he knows how exactly stilling and. Sure. But he like we know, we he knows, Yeah, we, we he probably know. Shield. He knows He knows how to, like, shield and fight it. Yeah. But I don't know if his hang-up about women would include not wanting to. Oh,
0: that's true. I yeah, totally cut him off. Kill
1: them as well, you know?
0: Yeah, I forgot he had that thing. He that's true.
1: Has, he does have a hang-up about women in general.
3: But if he was like, going to finger-blast a woman, that would be a good reason too.
1: hmm so, anyway so he runs away and he goes out to um, the white um, tower the black tower and he um, well, he is- realizes that he takes hold of sight C- again and he realizes that the void's not going to make any difference he still feels her rather regardless of whether or not he's in the void there's a lot of things he's used the void to kind of dull everything around him mm-hmm. and kind of bring it bring it in close and he, he realizes he can't do that as a defense against her. Yeah, she's yeah. Not on the inside of that.
0: Yeah, um, she's part of his conscience, though. So. Right? Is I don't I don't know if you're
3: willing to say this. It, I wouldn't expect it to be too spoilery, but along the way, are we going to get a better, deeper understanding of what happens when they bond? Like what?
1: Um, there the will be more. Is? And there, I know he's going to
3: learn about it, but like the science behind it, the like there will
1: be there will be more bonding going on where I think you'll see it more up close from the person who's doing the bonding.
3: Yeah, or maybe a better um, description of what's happening, or
1: yeah, you will. There are other instances in the series of people bonding where you get it from people who are bonding and being bonded who understand what's going on, so you so will get more-, get more. You will get more about it.
3: Okay. Yeah. I, have, I have so many questions that just, in, unless Jordan decides to give it to us, there's just, there's no way I'm going to figure this one out. But
1: yeah, there's definitely more to come.
3: Okay. okay. I figured as much.
1: All right. That's so funny. when um, Chris read that, uh, that quote about a man without trust might as well be dead. And then he giggles his insane giggle. <laughs> um, what did you, He one thing Rand notices is only one woman left. Of the people who were women who were there before, because only one husband was a channeler Um, out of those who were there before. There are, I think, seven men channeling who are um, in a lesson right now with Mm Tyim. And what do you think about the way they're being trained? Do you have any comments? Do you have anything to say about what Tyim says about the particular training? Anything about that?
0: He's driving them towards insanity. But okay. being severe, and so I mean, we know that the more they use the power, the more they're tainted. The more they're tainted, the sure. less sanity they hold. And but Rand needs them trained as weapons and really nothing more. Quickly, so yeah, that almost makes him kind of dark. He really is turning these men strictly yeah. into tools.
3: Well, he's he's laughed about it before when these men first got here about. You know, he used to be so pissed about Moraine and everybody being manipulative and here he is doing it and he's sacrificing people's lives and even even though he hasn't sacrificed them yet, he knows he's going to. People are gonna die. These guys are gonna go crazy. He gives he just doesn't care anymore. Why
1: did these men show up in the first place? They didn't have to come.
3: Well, you got your Taviranis, you got gosh, I don't know. The power. Power. A they got
0: they they started exhibiting a power that they couldn't control. B they want power because if they can gain power and they can gain insight and be on the good side of the dragon, then they can become rich. They can take care of that family. They can. You and know, and it's not that they
3: sh- had glimmers of the power before. None of them had channeled one bit. Um It was tiny that found that they had the potential to. And then started training them. So I guess that's a great question. I Like, I'd, I'd have to give the wussy answer of it being the Tiberian thing. I'm trying
1: to Why, point. Ian, did you join the military when you did? Answer me that question. Because this has a lot to do with why they are doing what they're doing.
3: Well, I guess there could be some of that. I I mean, I was um, right, at, right after 9-11, I went to the recruiter's office. And I was... Okay. You know, at the time I, you know, wasn't married. I was young, able, um, single, all that jazz, you know, flags were everywhere. Go America. Yes, of sort true. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. feels a sense of duty. responsibility. Well, I can
1: tell you that everyone in the world feels the touch of the dark one and knows that we're headed towards the last battle. Like if you have any clue at all, you know, yeah. that's what's happening to the world. And it could be that severe and cool that's tugging on those who feel like I want to fight
3: and let me do something.
1: And if they're going to be tested, they have heard the stories about men channelers going mad, right? They've heard the stories and they're like, well, I could die on a battlefield just with a sword or whatever, True. or I could maybe go mad in the last battle, die that way. But they're making a choice. And they don't know whether or not they can channel. They're just going to fight for the dragon, one way or another.
3: It's that uh, it's that illusion of control. They're yeah. making a choice. It's my decision. Loose there and
0: giggles. <laughs> it's so funny, by the way. You say it was right after 9 11. I was still in middle school.
3: Oh, you young pup. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, yeah, it was right after 9 11. Well, that was, was my freshman year of college. Yeah. yeah.
1: My children were two and four and we had to have conversations about it.
0: Yeah. You
4: know,
1: no. Stuff that was on TV. Yeah. yeah. Only one of my children remembers that. So. Yeah. And it's the one who went with me to Wacom. Anyway, yeah. so um, we, oh, we're down to to seven total. Um, he's had some more come in since that last. But these are just people who've come in on their own. And you mentioned it before, um, Ian, that Taim wants to go out and recruit. He says, if I can make gateways, I can travel to maybe three villages in a day. And they talk about, Rand asking, well, what are you going to do? Just walk in and say, what?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: What's his plan? Yeah, he
3: wants to channel. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's like, well, I'll be a little more suave than that. I'll just see who supports the dragon sort of thing and uh, go from there. Which Rand, Rand kind of chuckles like, well, that's not too much better, but you know, I, I guess it'll work. So this this is this is where I'm again back and forth with trusting Taim. His argument is too it's too persuasive, too to the point, very mathematical and you know they're talking about the numbers game of like, well, we want to be able to match this many I said, I we want to be able to match a tower and in order to do that at this rate it's going to take us this many years sort of thing or I don't know, I don't remember exactly how Yeah, he said. He said he
1: said at this uh, rate we can could- yeah. yeah. He said, "At this rate, we could make it in six years. If you let me do this, I, I promise you, we can do it in one."
3: Yeah. So it's like, again, Rand's being given a choice. It's ultimately his decision, but there's really no choice the way it's presented to him. Um,
1: so you're saying this chapter should be called choices?
3: Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! No chapter should be. It should be choices <laughs> with air quotes, parentheses around okay. it, and maybe that would maybe that would count. But Rand is definitely getting. I would say manipulated because there are other possible ways like more, more men could show up. Um, And if Rand took the time to understand what Taviran is and trusted that the pattern would help give him what he needs, when he needs it sort of thing. And he went more that route, then maybe he could just sit tight and let
4: those. But what if
1: what he needed, what if what he needed was someone who had already been channeling for a while and could and could do what Taim is doing and go out into the world and recruit. Maybe that's what the, he needed from the pattern.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I, I lean to. It's but I, I still think he's a dark friend, but I also lean towards that that thought that you just mentioned. He needed somebody to take Asmodian's place. Yeah. And then he comes. So that's where Jordan really kind of shakes it up a little bit. Because, you know, depending on how much you believe in the pattern... Right. You're going to sway one way or the other. Yeah. You got to be careful
1: with that. What would you have done in Rand's place? What, what decision would you have made?
0: I mean, he made the decision I would have made. He, You're taking a gamble. You're putting this man in charge, knowing, assuming that you can beat him if you need to. And he's making progress. He's weeded people out that don't need to be there.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's got seven of them already blowing stuff up. I think early on, he needs to be more
3: hands-on with it.
0: I, I think, agree with I that. think
3: early on, trusting Taim to handle
0: all of this recruitment and training is very dangerous. But we know he's also running between three and four cities a day. Yeah, he's hopping around. Trying around to again. control everything. It's
3: very difficult to do. This is a big move, though. He should be more hands-on, I think. I, th- I think I that's the biggest difference. Yeah, yeah, maybe you succumb to the math and, okay, we got to do something. But- yeah. He should, right. he should be watching every bit of it.
1: All right. Now, um, Taim did bring in, okay, now what are we going to do with all of the ones who can't channel who come in? He has a good idea. What's his idea to do with all these other people who just come to the dragon but can't channel?
0: Operation Human Shield? I, I must have skimmed over that. Do you remember that, Chris? Do you remember that, Chris? Those who fail, I'll send to Camlin. It's time you start raising an army of your own instead of depending on others. Oh, yeah. Bashir could change his mind at any point in time. This is why I'm like, maybe this is the Tavirin giving him what he wants, but you're also flooding the city full of people that you don't know and we don't know who he's going to bring in. He could be bringing in a ton of dark friends. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, if you have... If you have twenty guys come in and five can channel, then or or two can channel, you have fifteen to eighteen who can be trained to hold a spear.
0: Could also can, be dark friends.
1: Who could be trained to, but anybody Art. can be
0: dark friend,
1: you know, yeah. and they're all coming in. So, yeah, is it a bad thing to say that? Okay, so we did have all these all these, um, you know, Svaldians come in with Lord. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, really good horsemen, primarily. Um, it's always good to have a bunch of infantry, people who aren't it trained is. to the horse. Well, even
3: Bashir gave us a hint. If something happens to him, there's no guarantee that that army's going to continue to follow. Correct.
1: Ran.
0: They As might be the, back the, to
1: Sanobia right. and back to Saldivia. Because
0: not everybody, really not everybody agrees with what Bashir's doing. We know what's going to happen. What? Hmm. Son-in-law's going to show up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Oh, you mean
0: Lord Perrin's going to come with his wife.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's
0: going to solidify that bond right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh-huh.
4: That's true.
0: So that army will be unlocked. And yeah. Fail will
3: be running that show. Let's be exactly. honest. Exactly, let's be Fael's real. is going to be running that. Fai'el already runs everything.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, Perrin needs her. Yeah. He needs her. He mm-hmm. needs Her training and her background, and that's part of his Tavarin, I believe. Yeah. Drawing her to him because he needs all of that that she was trained to.
0: And Randy just keeps pushing off what he needs. Yeah. You know, he had a moment there where, you know, we had, um, oh, goodness. Him him and Elaine. Avienda? Avienda, yeah. He's pushing Avienda off and, you know, Mm. not really seeking – Elaine or men out, but men's on the way. Like he's, this collection's slowly coming closer. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) But once he watched Avienda die, he was very traumatized by that. And he's like,
0: Yeah. Now,
1: should he have let, should he let them make their decision not to be near him? That's. As a woman, I'm going to say yes.
0: Yeah.
1: You don't get to decide for them. You could say, Hey, this is why I don't want you near me. I would so, prefer you to do this other thing and not be near me because of this. And they could use you against me.
3: Yeah. And he has a workaround. Like, he knows if Avienda dies, all he has to do is finger blast somebody else really hard, and she'll come back to life.
1: <laughs> He's like, I figured it out. <laughs> there <he
3: goes>.
1: so,
3: <laughs> blast in. I mean, don't accidentally finger blast her, but just somebody else nearby. Yeah.
0: And she could come
1: Whoever back. Whoever caused her death.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. It's got to be more direct.
0: Connection. You only got to finger blast a little bit because I only got to go back the a few minutes that she. That's true. A, a, a proportionate amount, amount yes. of it's finger, finger
2: blasting. Blast. You know, it's just,
3: just a little. Not too, not too much.
1: Not too much. Just
3: a giggity. <laughs> get, get that sweet spot. It is a science. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. That's uh, the end of
3: that chapter. So Time goes, I need horses. And then Luce there and giggles, and Rand goes, You shall have your horses.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. of math. That's really yeah. right. what it was.
1: All right. Yeah. So he says, He gives the okay to, uh, um, he says, I will match the White Tower for you in less than a year. Every man a weapon. This is what Time says. And so Rez- Rand hesitates They're a little bit.
3: Wait, we, we skipped over that little blip where Rand was like, all right, don't let any of the guys mix it up with Aes Sedai. Don't talk to them at all. In fact, oh, yeah. we're near where Aes I could be. And time was like, time looks at the dudes and was like, I mean, they could smash an Aes Sedai with those boulders. i, only huh. gotta, you
2: I only know how to tweak their training head. a
3: little bit. Yeah, he's going to explode ahead. Like, it's it's not that it. different. Yeah. It's, it's almost the same kind. Oh, of
1: yes. Thing. Oh, okay, yeah. let me look back. there is There is some stuff he says. Mm-mm. It was quite
3: hilarious. Rand is very adamant, like, nope. He's, uh, and so kudos to Rand. He he has all the reason to be on the warpath here with at least one Aes Sedai. Uh, and he's very adamant about not making enemies or making worse enemies of any Aes Sedai right now. Mm-hmm. So, which I guess is smart. But I, yeah. I, I think of myself in that situation and my emotions would probably get the best of me and I'd, I'd be picking a fight here.
1: Well, I mean, Rand very serious. Seriously, just came from a situation where he could have killed a couple of eyes to die. Yeah, yeah. And he Great doesn't. Know, he knows he needs them. Yeah. He knows yeah. the last battle needs them. Yeah. He's like, if I wanted them dead, I could kill them myself.
3: Yeah, that was. I his don't want
1: them dead. Yeah. Um, and it, one of the things that was interesting that when Taim was saying that Bashir could be gone, he said, "And what about and and the, what about the so-called ideal?"
0: Like,
1: <laughs> he doesn't trust them either. That's why he's like, you should have your own army that I'm going to recruit for you.
0: He's trying to sow that seed of doubt. Mm-hmm. He's a manipulator.
1: Do you think maybe he wants Rand to, like, only trust him and the channelers and not anyone else?
0: Well, he wants the throne back. In his mind, he can overtake Rand still.
1: Tyeem? Yeah.
0: I, just, yeah. I, I don't think Taim
3: is interested in being a number two. No, not at all.
1: He's not a bottom?
3: No, it over. I'm not getting back on here. Do you need so a break. No, I need alcohol, but I can't drink here. So, yeah. Oh, on base. Yeah. Well, Opposed. well, I'm in the recovery program. I'm not supposed to drink at all. But okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, we can keep going. I'm fine. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. All, all that right. So,
1: twelve. Interestingly enough, that okay, this is called questions and answer answers. Interestingly enough. The chapter symbol icon is the white flame of Tarvalon, which is the other half of the Aes Sedai symbol. So I thought that was interesting that we had these two together. We had yeah, the yeah. dark side and the light side, yeah. And- we have really
0: good answers in this chapter, though. Do we? You know, like-
3: I was about to say, where were the answers
0: at? I know, I'm waiting. Like, maybe we'll discover them. We have Dana with us, so we got Zool And I have all the faith that if anybody's going to help us discover what we missed, it'll yeah. be very
1: all right, so Nineveh and Elaine are in Saladar. And so we've we've hopped over to there, Saladar being in the south, in the southwest, just north of Ebudar. And um and what we have here is um them kind of looking out the window of their little room, and they're looking towards the little tower. And there has been an um, an emissary from the White Tower to the Rebels in Saladar and they've been in conference and they've been trying to eavesdrop, eavesdrop, but something...
0: Unsuccessfully. T-
1: unsuccessfully. Apparently, some of the things that they've been learning from yeah. Mogadian they've shared yeah. and <laughs> there's now a good eavesdropping like barrier that they can't get through because they shared
0: Which how to... Really, like- they're dense. First, they're sharing too much.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like because. So this is where my mind would have gone. This is just me. I don't know which way you're going to go. I don't know if y'all are going to go and support the tower. I don't know if y'all are going to go and support Rand. I don't have to give you anything I'm learning.
3: But that's been the problem with the Aes Sedai all along. They're so divided. They can't be strong because, yeah, there's a tower and all these sisters and girl power. Nope, not at all. They've been True. all at each other's throats. Blue,
0: green, purple, maroon, burgundy, all the different colors. Yeah.
3: And we found out as, so Nynaeve was noticing as she was teaching these things to the Aes Sedai. remember she noticed that some of them had like a little look on their face like, oh, I already knew that.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
3: Nynaeve's thinking was like, if you knew that, how come nobody else knows that? And then she's like, mm-hmm. oh. So everybody here is keeping their secrets.
0: Everybody's got some aces up their sleeves, some stuff they don't share. No, they're not keeping any secrets, Ian. They're not keeping secrets. They're just not telling all of their truths. So this is what I teach my, my children, have taught them.
3: There are lies of commission, and there's lies of omission, and they are both equally bad. If there's something you should tell and don't, it's just as bad as saying something that isn't true. In fact, sometimes that causes a whole lot more problems than telling uh-huh. a bull face lie.
0: Exactly so yeah. I would have been omitting a lot of what I knew and keeping it to <laughs> myself. That yeah. way I can use it to my advantage when the time comes. And mm-hmm. so, like this whole situation where they're trying to like break the barrier, it's something new that they're trying to learn. That I don't know if Mulgadian is actually teaching them how to do properly. (laughs) Like that would be the.
1: I mean, so yeah, I from your point, what you're saying from her point of view, I hundred percent would do that if I was her.
0: Yeah, I'd be messing with them. I'd be like, "Well, I'm going to teach you because you asked me, but I'm going to teach you enough to fulfill the requirements of my my necklace, so I don't get but no more, but no more, right." And the, yeah. the fact that they've become so dependent on their captive, is yeah. like crippling. Hmm. What if they're going to have one of these moments, I guess
3: they kind of already have here and there, but of realizing like, okay, Mogidian, not even the most powerful of the Forsaken, but pretty powerful. And Megideon is giving them all of these amazing things, but they realize it's not everything. And she's yeah. holding a lot back. So that just puts in a perspective how much there is to know, mm-hmm. how much the other forsaken probably know,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and what they're up against. Like, it's got to be, should be very humbling, but also yep. is all the more reason why they need numbers. They need teamwork, Chris. They need to share this stuff, and they instead of worrying about who's on my side, who's not on my side, we need the uniters. To bring everyone together I mean everything I'm gathering That's the whole concept of preparing for this last battle That's what yeah, That's true. what the White Cloaks are trying to do They're actually trying to unite everybody That's what Rand's trying to do He wants to unite everybody They might mm-hmm. all be going about it the wrong way But there's an understanding that when that last battle comes Everybody's got to be fighting we together Or this ain't going to happen
0: We must be so. swift as the coursing river
3: <laughs> but it's With got to- all the strength of a great typhoon oh. It's got to start somewhere, you know?
2: <laughs>
3: so, anywho. We need a good cross-dresser. That's right. Corporal Klinger.
1: <laughs> okay, so... Sorry. Yeah, um, there
3: was a lot of boring stuff in the Elaine, chapter, oh,
1: Elaine tries to hand off the Adam to Nineveh, um, so she can go teach a novice class. So, as an as an accepted... She's teaching novice classes. Nynaeve cannot channel at will. So she has to work with someone to try to break her block and do other things. And yeah, she's been set to go to these two Aes Sedai, um, Delana and somebody else.
3: Jan- yeah, one of one of them Jan- wants perfectly a neat Gray and a
1: brown, Jan- maybe.
3: Jania, yeah. Dania, Janya. Yeah one, yeah, one wants perfectly uh, yeah. neat notes. The other one. And she gets back and herself. doesn't care. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, one of the big things I notice about Nynaeve in this whole thing is she's kind of, she's very much um, down on herself and downplaying, And like, I wish I was brave like other people. She's and it kind naive. of She's very, very much down on herself the whole time she's in her head. And she's looking to potentially get the heck out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. All right, She talks with Rikita yeah. a little bit about this. And so I want you to think about why has Nynaeve gone there? What is it that's making Nynaeve mm-hmm. want to run?
0: Well, so you have, first off, Egwene having all of these great levels of success, all of her own. Okay. And all of Nynaeve's yeah. measures of success are in relation to what Mogadine, or mogedian how you say it, has given her so mm-hmm. she feels less than already and even,
1: then, th- even even though she's the one who trapped Mogedian a4c yes.
0: but she trapped her using what she would consider a cowardice way
2: okay yeah.
0: and then you put that on top of the fact that Mogedian has this conversation with her about maybe you need to go to rand Maybe you and Elaine should go to Camlin. Like, she could be yeah. queen. You could be with him. Like, what do you think is going to happen when they do finally find out about me? She's now being manipulated by her captive. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot of mental warfare. It's good manipulation because Nynaeve is already kind of feeling like a fraud. It, and and even to top though- it all off, like you're saying, her block is not gone. She's supposed right. to have all this amazing power. And she can't use it at she's will. She's Still so limited. Yep.
3: yep. 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 They're all gonna laugh at you. Ugh, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's obviously, and maybe this is part of Jordan's build up to finding out what her actual block is, and maybe it's something just horrific, and then we're gonna feel like shit that we ever gave Nynaeve shit for having this block. But mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of feel like that's part of the the build up we're getting here. Because you want to be like, Naive, just face it. Stop running. What's your problem? And it's going to yeah. happen. It's, she's going to yeah. stumble into it. She's going to blurt it out in one of these lessons, something like that. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh.
0: Well, and then there's so also cool. the fear that Mogadine's going to go ahead and kill her. She, like, she doesn't have the bracelet on. So she doesn't know what abilities Mogadine has. Oh yeah! In, well, in that moment, she realizes she's moment. not wearing it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: She realizes why is Mulgettion, um being so like attitude so like, for uh huh? Because I'm not wearing the bracelet. Now we yeah. did. Do, she does know that Mulgadian cannot channel. She cannot channel unless the person holding the bracelet
0: allows,
2: allows sure. it.
1: Yeah, allows it. And so she knows at least that much. But she suddenly feels vulnerable because she knows how powerful this person is mm-hmm. and what. And she realizes from things that Mogadian is saying that they've been so way weird. they've been way too open in front of her. Mm-hmm. And I know that you guys have been saying this.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that. Oh man! All like they hide their little bickering from all the other eyes to die, but they're doing it right in front of Mogadian, like in
0: front of the enemy.
1: What yes. are you doing? One of the top
3: thirteen. Yeah. Stuff some air in her ears or something. Yeah, I mean,
0: geez,
2: seriously, make her do
0: it herself. I would love to make her. Yeah. I like, put her fingers in her ears and jump around like a bunny until they're done talking or something. That would be hilarious. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anywho, so this
3: this whole section, I mean, we're, we're we're hitting it. It didn't excite me very much. Not that it wasn't important, but and I say this in some parts, kind of all predictable. No wow moments. Um. The whole naive thing, it's just more of the same.
0: Mm. Here's the thing that we get, though. In this, you can be sure you have my best interest at heart. This, holding your hand to the necklace, will hold me in Camelin as well as here. Slavery there is better than death here, but don't take too long to decide. If the so-called Aes Sedai resolve to return to the tower, what better gift to take? than the new, um, the amulet seat, than a woman who's so close to Randall Thor and yep. Elaine. Like, that's really what it's all about. She's trying her hardest to save her own hide. Sure. And yep. she has gathered from, because she's not just listening to them. She's been around all these other eyes to eye that she's doing chores for. So yep. she's heard some things and seen some things. And yep. so she knows... That they're on the top of the list for people to hand over if they return to the tower. And, and they've always been that they then they'll they'll notice Mogadine and then boom, she's dead. When Nynaeve had that
3: realization right when they came into the rebel encampment. I feel like we're talking about Star Wars now. But
0: mm. um <laughs> anyways,
3: she's like, Yeah, when we're out and about, like, you know. Masquerading as eyes to die. We were we were doing some big girl shit on our own, doing amazing things. Uh hell, I captured a Forsaken. And uh Elaine had already made a um whatchamacallit? Tongreal. Tongreal. Like just doing all this awesome shit. But the second they get around to eyes to die, they're they're back to being peons. Nothing. They're being used, they're being treated like shit. So So Nynaeve already had this feeling and Elaine probably as well. And now Mogadine's kind of playing on that and putting pressure on that point. So yeah, Mogadine's trying to save herself, but she's not really saying stuff that's not true. Um, But that's,
1: that's the best kind of manipulation
3: though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Because there is truth in it. So it's believable. So you can lead the person on.
3: Sure. It was, well, Nynaeve needs to be, they all need to be cognizant of that. Um. But at least so far, I don't think she's wrong. I think it I, I think these girls would be far better off. Kind of like Egwene just not being around Aes Sedai. I've yet to see benefit of that at all. The the tower politics just complicates everything.
1: Okay, so looking towards the last battle, do you think that they need to be fully Aes Sedai before they get there? Will that mean no. And you don't want you, you'd be rather not that they like go all the way through the ranks and become full Isidai. None of it
3: involves taking the three up. oaths. The three oaths yeah. is the worst thing they could have ever done. I feel like the three oaths was something that some black Aja came up with early on. Like yeah. there's, it's gotta be like yes. there's yes. no benefit to it at all.
0: Yeah, it's yes. just to keep them under control. We're gonna keep the power in the world. Yeah. And we're going to have puppets for when we need them. We're going to make them think they're playing a role or okay. whatever, but yeah. It's... Okay,
1: this has been one of my theories for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Because the Black Ozra was started like 2,000 years ago or something by yeah. Shamayel. Yeah, this ain't a new
3: thing. some, that some of the crap
1: on the White Tower that divides everybody that makes them not work as well within the world, I swear. Seems intentional. Of
3: yep, yep, yep. So I'm
1: mm. with you on that one.
3: Do, do they, are there things they can learn? Do they need these other female channelers? Yes. I think that's all important, but I think much like when we were in the waste and Rand first came out of Rodian and we're talking about how, all right, he's supposed to like break them, destroy them. And we were talking about how like, well, maybe that's metaphorical and just what he's going to destroy is their way of life. What it has been. Right. What it means years.
2: to there's or... just
3: going to be huge changes like that needs to happen with our female channelers and the White Tower. For okay. Them to get with the program, they need to let go of 99.9% of what they thought they knew and they need to get on board with
0: See you later, Tree.
3: The way things actually are now. Celestial Tree. Toodles.
1: Okay, so
2: um, yeah, one we'll
1: thing at. How me feels when she's walking around is it just people just seem to be wasting time sitting there in Saladar. Mm. Like, that's one of the things that we pick up with her walking through. Um, and, um, and she's also
0: got this level of issue with this the, per, the girl she brought with her,
1: Nicola. Nicola. Nic- yeah.
0: So, like, you have Nicola who. I think she's going to play a greater role in the future. She's like weighing and measuring out Nynaeve and Elaine because she has dirt on them and she's rising in the ranks pretty quickly because of her own aptitude. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they said, had it not been for Elaine and Nynaeve, she would have been an exceptional youth.
1: Fine. Yes.
0: So there's that.
1: So she's got some built in resentment and yeah. she has dirt on them. Mm-hmm. And she is not treating them with the respect that a novice should treat and accept it.
0: No. And no. it's all kind of crazy.
1: Yep. And the other person, another person they brought in um, was Ariana. They brought in the three, they brought in Mogadian, um, Nicola, and Ariana, Arena. I don't know how to say her yeah. name. But- she is now hanging around Birgita, um, dressing like her, carrying a bow, and now she wants to be like a hunter for the, you know, like she was a hunter for the horn. And and so yeah. this is where those three people are that they've brought in and they have all developed other they're not they're no longer like indebted or feel indebted or whatever to to Nynaeve and Elaine.
0: Yeah, and I skipped over that whole, I just realized, the whole interaction with Brigitte.
1: Yeah, I was going to go back to Brigitte.
0: So, I like Brigitte's kind of reaction. Not so much about Ariana or whatever you pronounce her. However you pronounce Ariana. her name. Ariana. Ariana. <laughs>
1: there you go. We can go Ariana.
0: Ariana is kind of, Brigitte's like, you know, just don't worry about her. What, what's going on? What do we need to do? What's up? And he was like, "We got to get out of here. We got to go. Like, let's let's get some horses together." Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I'll "Yeah, play. I'll go get Uno." <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "No, I don't know." She's like, "But he's devilishly handsome, and I want to jump his bones. So we have to bring him along, and it'd be good to have some strapping men with he's... or without armor. I, I prefer without armor." Uno's <laughs> <who> <laughs> always winking at me, and it gets me fired up. <laughs> So, that exchange, you know, Brigitte pretty much calls her out for kind of being a coward again. Yeah, in a bit, she does. Yeah. But then she's also like, I get it. We'll make something happen, but I don't understand what your issue is with Uno. We're going to need that. We know where you're going. We're going to need the protection. You can't really channel, even though you can channel. Like, I can't do it all on my own. So, well, he
1: basically play. says to her, like, okay, so Tom and Julian are good men. Like, if you don't want to take the Saldan Sol- soldiers who are, like, badass soldiers and nobody would mess with them, right? If they're just there, nobody's going to mess with them. Otherwise, it's going to be just a few women. and maybe Tom and Julian. One of them is an old man. It's like, so... They're good men, but the best way to avoid trouble is to make sure no one wants to trouble you. A dozen or so should Shannar- Don't be a, a
3: target of opportunity.
1: Yes. And so, I don't understand you. And know, He's tough and he, he'd follow you and Elaine into the pit of doom. And besides, he's a well-set-up fellow. <laughs> yeah.
3: He's got well-turned calves.
1: Yeah, she likes, she likes the tough, ugly ones. You know? yeah. So
3: I also don't understand Nives nope. thing with Uno. At first I, I thought maybe she just wanted to travel really sneakily. Sneakily. That's not what I'm That's what I'm looking for. I swear I'm drinking water. Um, <laughs> incognito, you know, not stand out. And maybe that was the reason. But like I I don't know. I'd want to have them with me if you're traveling. Yeah. Everybody's gathering armies with them. Everybody's got channelers and an army. So you need to bring the same to the table. Like
1: Well, and they're like, and they're like groups of refugees and dragon sworn and whatever just roaming the countryside.
0: She you know? needs to not feel less than though. And by implying that she needs Uno and the guys is implying that she can't do it herself.
3: Yeah. Okay. Which is crazy. She has all this self-doubt when we're in her perspective. Uh she even doubts the relationship she has with people she's second guessing like always battling for power and control with other people but second guessing what they're thinking even this thing with brigitte she's like yeah don't don't tell uno and then immediately she's thinking like yeah she's probably already run off to tell elaine and going to get uno and uno's just going to meet up with them even though she said don't bring them so like there's
0: that's all this that's going to be the break right there
3: there's all Lance this going to
0: end up coming to her and like swooning her what? And then boom, she can use her power. Oh,
1: Hold break up. her block.
0: Yeah. Break her guac.
3: Is that what we'll call it these days?
1: Her <laughs> <laughs> mental block. The dam, oh,
3: block. I think you said up. guac. I was all, like, the, I, all I, the block. I, I think Chris was saying they're going to knock the boots. All, and, uh... <laughs> all the
0: block. All the blocks, all yeah. the buildups will be broken down and she'll be able to release real good. And then, like, the power is just going to rush forward.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's. I could give a few real world examples where that usually solves a lot of problems.
0: Yeah. Does it now? Yeah. What do they,
3: what do they call that moment of clarity afterwards?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Time to sleep.
2: <laughs> well, a lot of times that's what it turns out. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: No, it's, it's the, it's the
2: clarity. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah,
3: can't say that too loud.
1: Got it. Got Small
3: it. Small ears nearby. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Just I do written, love that when when events. she tries to get Brigitte to do the um the spying, Brigitte's like, no, nope. Once in one of my lives, I was caught
2: yeah.
1: eavesdropping on some Isadai, and when they let me go three days later, I swear I'd never do that again. So worst experience nope ever, ever would not recommend. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't do it. So I do love that Ninety actually does take the the. The target of opportunity and find her way inside the bubble on the back side of the building and like edges along the back side of the building,
0: yeah. like mentally abused? So, like, she gets caught, picked up by Nicola, taken yeah. to the what, Janya and whoever else she's, Delana, 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 yeah. Try to grill her for info. And then I'm on like, they, I'm like, yeah. are they dark friends? They could be. We Everybody don't know who could be. be. Yeah, but they pulled her in and started grilling her more for details on Rand. Very specifically, Rand. Very well, specifically about Rand.
3: But remember, they're all trying to make a decision on do they return but, to the tower? Or do they? Why is it?
0: Why is it up to them whether or not they return to the tower? We have a whole cohort of people meeting about that right now.
3: Well, they probably have a a say or a vote or everybody's got their own choice on what they decide to do.
0: Yeah, but they... Remember, you're in a group of people.
1: It is is interesting, too, that we have a brown... I think it's a brown and a gray, right? So you have someone who's used to dealing with... A gray who's used to dealing with, like, like really powerful people and learning how to... um, negotiate and manipulate them so that person could be like hey if i know something about this person maybe yeah. when we actually do it could be something useful that we can use to negotiate with the dragon reborn and the other one's like a brown of course they want to know every freaking thing because it, this is the dragon reborn
2: yeah yeah
1: you know and maybe there's something so maybe they're dark friends maybe they're not either way they're still brown and gray and they yeah. still have motivations individually or for their Aja's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then she decides to go spying on her own. The information anyway. isn't, is quite, it brings up the question of who are they, who's the girl that they're looking for something from?
1: That's what I, we definitely need to read about that. Yeah, yeah. Because that happens, that happens after, Tarn Affair is the red who is the is the Tower Emissary, who they've been meeting with for several days. And mm-hmm. she's not meeting with the Hall of the Tower. She's meeting with the Saladar Six, who have been running the show from behind. I'm right so from the background, friend. from the beginning. <laughs> as soon as Saladar. Yeah. Working, it from from behind. Behind. Hmm. Working it from behind. Working it from behind. Yes, absolutely. Um, so let's go see what she actually overhears.
4: Oh,
3: I got to get caught up.
1: Okay, it's, near, it's actually near the end of the chapter. Yeah. yeah. And we can skip skip around as much as we want. Alan's not here. We can do whatever we want.
3: That's right. No rules.
1: No king, no, no. king. La, 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 la. Okay, so, yeah, it's in the last couple of pages. Um, so, we hear the door close after um, Tarnifair leaves. And... Um, Let's see, time
3: reply. Oh, the one about like, are you sure that is the message you wish me to carry back? You request more time to consider. What is there to consider? And Shirium's like, Well, the hall, and that's where the envoy calls around, and be like, the hall. Don't believe me blind mm-hmm. to where power lies. That so called hall thinks what you six tell them to think. And mm-hmm. Shirium's like, Yeah, so the fuck what? They still need time. That's your answer. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. Elida
0: will have to wait to hear their decision. Yes. Yeah, so uh, can she Can she not wait a small time to see the White Tower whole once more? Kay. So frustrating.
3: Everybody's going for the power play. Like, that's what that is. It's a show of power. Elida will have to wait to hear their decision. Okay. Like, like it's... it. Elida thinks she's all-powerful, and they're making her, the Amarylline, wait. That alone, it, I mean, it's a power move. It's... We don't have time for this shit, I don't think.
1: But then... then
0: Perhaps we should just send a message. Perhaps we should simply summon her.
1: Okay, so wait a minute. So this is what I was getting at. So then we hear the door open and close. So Tarn Affair leaves. And then we get some insight into there is a reason they are stalling for time. Go ahead, Chris. What what do they say?
0: It says, perhaps we should just send a message... Perhaps we should simply summon her. Frowning, Nynaeve held the ground, who was her. It says, the forms must be met. The proper ceremonies must be followed. We must meet every letter of the law, the smallest slip it will be used against us. And if we have made a mistake, how long are we to wait? How long dare we wait? As long as need be, as long as we must. It could be that all of these women are dark friends. And what's the other female um 13 that we've been following? Her name. The, was, uh, one
1: of the Forsaken? Yeah. Grendel, forsaken. Masana.
0: Well, well, maybe Grendel. I mean, we have Mogadine. So one is Yeah, and Grendel normally has a harem of people around her, right?
1: Um, the, all the people
0: around her, she controls. Absolutely. So, exactly. So maybe that's the her that they need, that they're afraid of summoning because. Well, no, goes-
1: no, actually I want to point to you to something because the part that you did not read yet says, um, we're talking about we, as long as we must. Um, and this is more of Bionin talking. I have not waited this long for the biddable child. Yes. To abandon all our hopes now. So, Nynaeve, here's the you know, mentioned biddable child,
0: and that was what? why I thought maybe they what were or a, a novice, or or a a maybe,
1: but they're waiting for someone who is a biddable child they're waiting for, and they, they've got to like
3: maybe they know Avienda's pregnant,
1: send a message somehow. She is a channeler, she's not in the tower, she would be a surprise. Is she biddable? Avienda?
0: No. not nah. But I mean that's why like my mind went to ninety for a, when I read that earlier on, because we know that she's gonna become the um Amarylline at some point. Because one of those flicker moments, she became Ammerlin.
3: Well, and remember when they were negotiating earlier when um and all that was first got a message their...
0: to the wise ones.
3: Well they, they were talking about Wait. how they need to get Somebody new is Amaralyn. Yes. And, but it needed to be somebody young, somebody they could control, but they needed to be really powerful.
0: Nynaeve. That's what i Somebody
3: who
1: was, somebody. Nynaeve,
3: Elaine, or Egwene, I don't.
1: Somebody who was nonpartisan to the whole, like, Elida, Swan. Right. And that gets rid of Elaine. They weren't in the tower during the breaking.
3: Yeah, I think you got to get rid of Elaine from that because of her connections to Elida. I don't think enough people would trust that.
1: Okay, because she grew up with Elida. There might be some hidden loyalties.
3: So Nynaeve and Egwene, but Nynaeve, as powerful as she is, can't control herself. But Mm -hmm. maybe that's what they're talking about with the whole waiting for the biddable Child. Like they're waiting for her...
1: To break her block?
3: To
4: break Mm -hmm. her block.
3: So it could still be Nynaeve. Uh, But it could, could be Egwene. I think Egwene, you know, the more we kind of meet Greys and kind of learn what they do. Egwene
0: is what I've been trying to think. Egwene could totally
3: be a Grey. Like, I keep thinking about her being this unifier type person and, you know, all things to all people sort of thing.
1: You think she would make a good, like, Grey type of person, like, dealing with all of the various factions? Yeah, I think she could.
3: I think she'd make a great Amaralyn, so...
1: Okay, what of all means, color, means. of all colors, and none.
0: Yeah, It's you in that ice? Yep. Mm-hmm. Earlier, I was saying Nynaeve, and I meant to say Egwene. Egwene. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: You both page with who you think the biddable child is. I,
0: I want it to I'd be Nynaeve. I'd like Nineveh. to see that. <laughs> yeah. I want <laughs> it to be Nynaeve be because I want her to break mm-hmm. this block and then have a space in this world. Egwene easily is setting herself up to work with the Wise Ones. Yep. Elaine's got an entire kingdom. Yes. So what does Nynaeve have? Right now, Edmundsfield. And she doesn't even have that anymore. Yeah. That belongs to Lord Pair. She,
1: she is the most powerful channeler that we know of. So once and she I breaks the shock,
0: partner very well with Rand to help train... Some some people, or at least be his number one go to chick when it's time to battle.
1: I will say, one of the things I love about Nineen is her commitment to her Emmonsfield people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, all those girls, and that's just going to break the block. Maybe it's that.
1: And, and the fact that when Rand found out, when they found out that he was a male channeler, she was one who, like, even Egwene sort of like flinched from him a yeah. little bit. And from the very, from the get go, 90 was still like, I'm still your ride or die. Yeah. From the, I'm there for you regardless. Yeah. And so I just, I love that about her so much. Um, yeah. Something I didn't really understand about her as much until I was a little bit older.
0: Yeah. So they're going to call for Egwene, and Egwene's going to come and represent them.
1: Currently I believe that Egwene is in Kyrian with yeah. the ones. Yep. So she's a she's a little ways away. So that could be what they're talking about, having to wait. If they're talking about someone, if it's not if they're not talking about Nynaeve in, in her block, they could be talking about waiting for somebody who's in a different location.
0: Yeah. Or it could be that there's a dark friend that they're waiting on.
1: Could be. Could be somebody we don't even know. We have not even met. If I, right. if
3: I had a vote right now with the characters we know, I'd say Nynaeve is the bit of a child. and they're waiting on the, they're waiting right. on land to bust her guac. her guac. <laughs> bust her
1: fuck. Gotcha. Okay. Um, is there anything more we, you guys would like to say about these chapters?
0: I think I mean, we then danced She gets around caught them. and then she gets you know, Worked over real good. I feel like I feel like she's get a beating. I don't think but. so. <laughs>
3: Wait, the so the the person who caught her—that's the one who's been trying to help her with her block, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think this person's gonna beat her down anymore for something like this.
0: I don't either. Here's my question: Who was watching them from the second story window?
1: All right, read that to me.
0: Neither saw the woman watching them from a second story window. Oh, the final line. I bet you it was the red that came to represent the tower.
1: Mm. Someone knows that she was eavesdropping.
0: Uh-huh, somebody else. Yeah. Uh, no, but they, she was in the building with them. Mogadine? Who's the only person that left that room and had time to get upstairs and start kind of pondering and look down and go, oh, we got a spy. Mm. I, I mean,
1: Mogadian definitely had time. Like, she had to stay and, like, clean their chamber pots in their room and stuff. But Nynaeve had time to go be grilled by two Aes Sedai and well, come yeah,
0: back. Yeah, was wasn't in that building.
1: No, but they could see. They could see.
0: I don't know enough about the layout to say. Yeah,
1: you know, I don't know if Mogadian could to get somewhere. I, I guess come say
0: watching them from a second story window and not B. Yeah. Second yeah. story window. So we don't know who was watching them. Look at my cat. I just saw that. It's pretty cool. That will be me in a few months. Our cat's been born. That was the other good news.
1: Aren't you allergic to cats?
0: We're getting hypoallergenic. We're getting (gasps) a bangle. You
1: are like a Russian or something. Yeah,
0: we're getting a bangle, so that should be fun.
1: They're gorgeous. I can't wait for the pictures. They (laughs) are so
0: gorgeous. So, that's it for the chapters. They were. these
1: chapters. There were some good nuggets in there. I mean, they're not in the most exciting chapters, but no, there were so like,
0: some good stuff. I'm waiting for that chapter when I you can finally use her powers, and I'm waiting for my parent chapter. We are now how far into the 12th chapter?
3: Parents got to be coming.
1: Maybe in like chapter 40 or something. I
3: don't know. He's on his way. If the, Look, it's got to be soon. If the Edmonds girls Girls showed up, then he can't be too far.
0: 30, behind. and we haven't had a parent chapter since it's coming. The book before last or something, it's coming.
1: Didn't? Yeah, <laughs> didn't. Um, Alan say it was like chapter forty or something. I didn't actually look. I
3: don't oh, know if it was he Alan. did exact chapter. He said yeah. we're. He said we're gonna get pair heavy, and we're not. So yeah. Thanks, Alan. Mm-hmm. We'd stay on vacation. He does.
1: He does show up. This book. So oh, it's not wow. the last book where we had no Karen.
3: I mean, at least somebody um, mentioned him.
1: You will see Karen. Mm-hmm. He will be. Karen, Karen will make an
0: appearance. Okay.
1: He's on his way to Camelon, I promise. Um,
0: right. He's going to arrive at the same time men arrive, and then everybody's going to be so focused. Uh, uh, Rand's going to be so focused on men that he's just going to disappear into the background again. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get him, like, sulking in the woods, and then Wilson will come up and nudge him and give him some love, and that he's going to go run in the woods. What about
1: his papa-in-law? Watch there be
3: some weird ritual where, like, because they got married, like, Heron has to fight Bashir to the death. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some that weird That doesn't seem thing.
1: like a very good way to propagate the species.
3: Yeah, especially well, I mean, if
1: you have more than one child and you want... It just doesn't seem...
0: Hey, anything could happen. We're going to run into Gnome while we're running in the woods gnome's coming back to the, in one of these books I promise you he's coming back
1: okay My. I'm here for it bring gnome back hashtag bring bring gnome back if,
0: if, bring, if peter bring, found peter, his way bring, ways, back, bring peter back, bring gnome gnome back. back. And, yeah yeah well peter showed up once again he's yeah he's and around and we're gonna get uh what's his name back darn i haven't seen him in so long I forgot his name book one the first wolf Brother
1: Oh,
3: Elias! About, Elias, oh my gosh, I was thinking Legolas, and I'm like, well, that's not it.
1: <laughs>
0: Elias is like the the you, lady. Did you guys know
1: that he's her. been cast for season two?
0: Yeah, I did, did hear that. that. That's awesome. It is exciting. Yeah, Elias is like the Lady Stoneheart, like okay. for a clip in the TV show, just briefly breezed by, and uh, mentioned in the books, but then we never get the whole story. Yeah. I hope we
1: get a little bit of training with Karen and Elias.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. You
1: know, kind of like learning a little bit that wolfiness, wolfy community and stuff in season two. That'd be great. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So favorite character for these two chapters or one for each, whatever.
0: Let's see. I have got to give, I'm going to give Nynaeve some props Because she finally did something that she didn't think she could. And she went to listen. And that shows some growth. And that's the other reason why. Because she has been growing a little bit. She realizes that she's got a lot of cowardice. And she thrived in a very controlled environment. So she's trying to step out of the things that she can control. And do something that she can't. And I commiserate with her on that. Um, Like I said earlier. Not having my boys around kind of having my nephew Ron brought up some feelings and everything this past week. And it kind of brought some realization that I had a world in Newport news that I had full control over. Mm-hmm. Like I was that man. And then to come to Charlotte and I'm, I'm gaining my people and I'm learning some things, but I'm a nobody. And that's really tough to overcome when you're, when you're a huge extrovert, yeah. You're used mm-hmm. to having people like need you and want you around. You know, yeah. when I was in Newport News, I've become a little overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, I need Triple books
1: all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Now, in the chapter before that, I got to give it to Varen because she stayed calm.
3: She's been planning for 70 years. She better not lose her shit now. I it, mean, but I won't give it to Varen, but I like that you did. I, I kept thinking about that when uh, Zul brought it up again. She is, she's focused. She's got a plan. She's mm-hmm. got some. she's been working for 70
0: years. Like, that's true dedication. Like, I don't even like to be at a job longer than a few years. Yeah. And <laughs> get with all bored.
3: The- with all the chaos that's starting to happen now, she's like, "I'm not going to let this shit ruin what what I've got planned." That's yep. we don't know what it is yet, but that I'll give her some kudos. I think, I think I'm going to go with this is going to be unpopular, I think, but I'm going to go with Taim. Uh, okay. That was my second choice. Yeah, um, we don't know to what end, but he is
0: getting his way right now getting his way, he is completely manipulating Rand and controlling the entire situation, and that's why he was going to be my number one, but Varen has been so dedicated to her. Yeah, well, I like I like those two. 70 years, that's a long... And plus those that, are
1: both strong. The choices. other yeah. thought I
0: had is that she's been dedicated to this for 70 years. She's got to be at least 85, if not older. Yeah. Wait, what What? Age well, no,
1: this... Okay, her? so if, if you think about this for a second... Um the girls might might go to the tower at like say 15, 16. Yeah. 20, all right. They could be a novice and an accepted for 15, even 20 years. Well, and that's
0: what I'm saying. And then become Aes Sedai. So Yes. Yeah. I said at least 85. If she came in at 15 and started right away with this plan, then she's at least 85.
4: Mm, but
3: unless we she's a sleeper know. cell and her plan started when she was five years old being conditioned by somebody else. And then when she went to the tower, she was a mole for some other faction.
0: So she's at least 75 then by that second, right? either Anywhere
3: way. from 75 to 100. Somewhere Jeez. in that range.
4: It,
0: it just kind of brings like brings back around of like the age that the Aes Sedai get to and the mm-hmm. the powers that they have allow them to kind of keep continuing and keep working and keep moving and yep. you know it does go back to so the whole idea that you had way back when that their power is based on time and reverting time and inverting time and changing time and you know there is no
3: time it, that, that too lowercase italicized a brother
0: <laughs> yes so she anyway I like her a lot I don't trust her. I
1: love Varen whenever she appears. So yeah. I'm a sucker for Varen. Yeah. I just love that character. I cannot wait to see who that who is cast as Varen. She better be phenomenal actress. She better be funny. Um and make us have all these same feelings of we don't know what you're up to. We love you. We don't know if we should, but we love you. If we uh, can reach
3: back, back up to. For or uh... If we could reach back and take old school Whoopi Goldberg, like when she was doing Sister, oh, Act, that'd be hilarious. She'd be hilarious. I don't know about new modern Whoopi, but
1: yeah, I think it's somebody who needs Sister to Act have that
3: Whoopi would be good.
1: Where they where they can have a little bit of physical comedy, a little bit of keeping you on your toes, and yeah. like a, a certain amount of charisma.
0: And yeah, the way they play McGonagall, she's just a little too old. Yeah, got Yeah, you got to have that look on your face,
3: like you know more than you're saying. Also, there's got to be... Also,
1: a little there. something to throw you off every now yep. and then. You'd be like, yep. oh, she's just a brown.
0: Right. I'll yeah. play there and I'll, I'll do it. All you right. It. You could do it.
1: All right. So, do you have a... Ian, do you have a pick for a chapter two? Or is mm. it just... Just Tyene. That's I, what don't,
3: I don't like anybody in, in the second chapter for tonight. Agita. Eh, I mean, if I had to, I guess... No. I'm going to pick Uno.
2: All right. <laughs> because
3: Brigitte is all about him. Uh-huh.
2: And like, is
1: She just, is a well-set-up
3: man. She seems like the kind of woman that, like, it's a compliment to catch her eye. You know what I'm
0: saying? Agree. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uno. I'm always, I'm always, you know, down for Uno. He, I'm about him. Go. So one eye, doesn't matter. Let's go. Uno.
3: Not just same as a wink to a blind man, eh? <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Well then everybody thanks for allowing me to host today and um, thank, you, Zul.
0: thank you and to our top tiers we appreciate you guys as well. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm sorry I was here to oh, say oh, it. So
1: thank you so much. That means I forgot something. We didn't just get one new patron. There are two new patrons. What? So, yes, yes, <laughs> Y'all yes. Y'all are
0: crazy. Yeah.
3: Yes. Dang, so, Chris! You took one week off, and we got two more patrons.
0: Maybe I need to do that, more? that. No, me? I'm kidding. <laughs> Please, don't. Please don't. Then again, I had a week okay. without you, and then we got the patron. Very well,
3: maybe that's what it was.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. All right,
3: wait all right. for the next payday to hit and be like, <laughs> "All right, now I'm ready."
1: Okay, so so we got a new patron named Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. We love you. We love your support. Come join Thanks, us on Discord. Join us in the patron chat. We want to get to know you. And the second one, hold on. That wasn't in the same message. <laughs> um,
3: Drum roll.
1: Ah, uh, it says Matsni M-A-T-S-N-Y. It could be Matts, New York. I don't know. Anyway, Matt, thank you. We appreciate you. And to all of the other patrons and our Bellas. Hello. Bellas. Hello. We love you. Thanks.
3: hope you were all, all dancing
1: of, yes mm-hmm. i was for sure um all of the giveaways this this month are done thank you for participating we'll let you know when there are mores out zel- more out there and good night
4: and
3: mm-hmm. until next time peace
1: okay, bye
4: okay bye
0: <laughs> i hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to the wheel reads see y'all next time